0: Alright you guys, I'm ready to rock and roll Welcome back to the Wrestling of a Podcast This is episode 122 I am ready to talk about WWE SummerSlam I am your host, Jordan Turner AKA the creative king of the entire IWC And we're going to be talking about WWE SummerSlam I, in my personal opinion, have the best possible card that the WWE can do There's also some news surrounding SummerSlam So let's get right into the thick of things Right here on the wrestling takeover podcast welcome to you're listening to the wrestling takeover what is your name with your host jordan turner who's always gonna keep it real come on king inside and outside the ring let me make myself clear he's got the band behind him king it's time to take over king are you ready he's all fired up now king take over let's go How's everybody doing? Welcome back to the Wrestling Takeover podcast. SummerSlam is around the corner, and there's a lot of news. There's a lot of fans in the IWC coming up with the best possible SummerSlam card that can sell out Las Vegas. Las Vegas is a perfect place for SummerSlam. They want to go big. They're going to have fans in, I believe, full capacity, if memory serves me correct. And Vince McMahon is going to go all out. Now, I have a tweet from the reliable Russell Votes, and they said a couple days ago, after speaking to a few sources on the topic, I've learned that WWE is 100% attempting to make SummerSlam this year's WrestleMania. I quote, all resources will be tapped into. So, all resources are going to be tapped into making SummerSlam the biggest possible, you know, SummerSlam of all time. That's the mentality. That this company needs to bring forth. You know, in my personal opinion, this is a mentality that should be forth every single SummerSlam. How can we outdo what we did last year? That's the mentality that they should bring. But I love this idea that they want to make this SummerSlam, you know, this version of WrestleMania for the summer. That's what they need to do every Excuse me, that's what they need to do every single year for SummerSlam. Some people consider SummerSlam as the second best possible pay per view outside of WrestleMania. Really, there are some people in the IWC that consider SummerSlam the second biggest pay per view of the year for the WWE. So I love that. And they also finished up and said that. I do believe that they want Reigns versus Cena to headline. Not sure if they decided. So they got to go all out. They got to bring out the heavy hitters. They got to make SummerSlam the best possible SummerSlam of all time. Like They got to go balls to the wall for SummerSlam. Fans are going to be in full capacity. And WWE right now was in the dumps. The ratings are going down. The product sucks. And there's nothing going on in the WWE right now. But if WWE wants to have this year's WrestleMania or SummerSlam be this year's WrestleMania, I got the best card to do it. Now, I've seen some cards in the IWC. Some of them are good. Some of them are all right. You know, some people have some matches that I'm going to be having on here. But it all depends on what Vince McMahon wants to do. There's a lot of news on Brock Lesnar. He might not make SummerSlam. I think that's bullshit. Why would you not have Brock Lesnar appear at SummerSlam? You want to save him from something else. What is that something else? To draft? Nah, he needs to come back and he needs to have a match. At SummerSlam. Especially if you're going to go back in full capacity. Moving forward after SummerSlam. With fans. John Cena is rumored to be coming back. For SummerSlam. I've heard some other names. But like I said. From the start of the podcast. They got to go all out. So I have. 13 total matches. And I would have a pre-show with no matches this is what the WWE should be doing moving forward you know what they should be doing is having a pre-show that hypes up every single match on that card on that pay-per-view that's what I would do instead of having matches that are meaningless just to get everybody on the card I'm here to tell you not everybody deserves to be on a pay-per-view card. I don't even care if it's backlash. Not everybody deserves to be on a pay-per-view. If you have not done anything significant during the couple months leading up to the pay-per-view, you don't deserve to be on that show. That's my opinion on that. But let's get right into it. I got the card right here. I got it laid out. Now, I'm going to start off with talking about the matches that I would do for SummerSlam. And then what I decided to do is rank every match from a lineup perspective. Because for me as a fan, the lineup for these matches have to be on point. Not only does the card have to be on point, but the lineup where these matches are placed have to be on point. So I'm going to do that after I talk about the card. We're going to get right into it. We're going to be talking about the Universal Championship, the match that is heavily rumored to be the main event. Deservedly so. At SummerSlam, has to do with Roman Reigns, the Tribal Chief versus John Cena for the Universal Heavyweight Championship. This makes sense. Number 1, they faced off before at No Mercy a couple of years ago. I believe it was in 2017 at No Mercy. That match was all right. It wasn't the greatest. So they have history there. You guys remember that back and forth promo that they both cut? John Cena laid out Roman Reigns psychologically from a promo standpoint on Monday Night Raw. That is one of the best, you know, promos back and forth in Raw history. RIP to that version of Roman Reigns. This version of Roman Reigns, you give him the microphone. I'm not going to say he's going to beat John Cena. But what I will say, he's going to stand his ground against John Cena. I want to see another promo back and forth between this version of Roman Reigns and John Cena. Leading up to their SummerSlam match. Let's do it. Also, John Cena trying to beat Ric Flair's record quote-unquote beat his record realistically rick flair probably has over 20 plus uh world title reigns but in wwe he only has 17 john cena is trying to beat that so he's gonna go after roman reigns it just makes sense it's something that needs to happen and it's being heavily rumored that it will happen so we'll see where wwe goes involving john cena and roman reigns The next match that I would book for SummerSlam is a match that I've personally been wanting to see for a very long time. I'm not the only one we've all in IWC have been wanting to see this match, Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. Now, this isn't a championship match because I believe Drew McIntyre, I will talk about him later in the card. But Drew McIntyre, I see beating Bobby Lashley at Hell in a Cell to capture the WWE Championship. So Bobby Lashley is going to lose. Bobby Lashley has been built up like a monster for months now. Why not put that against Brock Lesnar? The funny thing is, Bobby Lashley came back to WWE all those years ago because he felt that WWE management promised him an eventual match against Brock Lesnar. This is one of the best times that you can do it. The other best time, WrestleMania. So you either do it at SummerSlam, or you save it for WrestleMania. I'm pulling the trigger. I'm pulling that motherfucking trigger. And I'm booking it right now. Especially when you have the mentality that people in upper management and WWE are saying they want to make SummerSlam, this version of WrestleMania. The biggest party of the summer. You book it as such. You go all out. No pun intended. And you give me Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. No titles on the line. Just two badass motherfuckers going at it in the ring. Period. This is what needs to happen. So those are two matches right there. The third match. It's obvious. Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks for the SmackDown. Women's Championship. Need I say more? It just makes sense. I'm going to move on. Next match I would do. The Usos versus the Mysterios for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Need I say more? It makes sense. Roman Reigns is the Universal Champion. He ain't losing that title anytime soon. If If I was in charge... He ain't ever losing that goddamn title. The Usos have no titles. Yet. You know, fuck WWE for giving us the Usos versus the Mysterios on Friday Night Smackdown. Why not save the first encounter for SummerSlam? Y'all can't wait. Y'all always have to. Big time matches out on SmackDown or Raw or even NXT. And then when we get the Ray match on the pay-per-view, it's not that exciting anymore. It's really not. The Usos versus the Mysterios for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. The story writes itself. Roman Reigns is going after Rey Mysterio. I believe the rumors are reporting that we're going to get Roman Reigns versus Rey Mysterio at hell in a cell why not save the usos versus dominica mysterio for summerslam the usos want those titles roman reigns wants them to get those championships it writes itself another match another i believe this is a controversial match because there's some people that want to see this match that i'm about to name And then there's others that don't want to see this. I don't know why. They got history. I'm going to explain that history. Seth Rollins versus Edge. Seth Rollins versus Edge at SummerSlam. Book it. They got history. If memory serves me correct, people. If you guys were watching Monday Night Raw, an episode of Monday Night Raw all those years ago. I don't know the exact year. But it was on, what was Edge's show? Talk show, whatever it was. The Cutting Edge, right? The Cutting Edge. Seth Rollins was about to quote unquote break Edge's neck. Telling John Cena, if you come any closer, I'm going to break his freaking neck, right? That's the quote that I took from that segment. And then nothing happened after that. It was teased, and then they moved on. Bring that back. Bring it back and make it personal. On Talking Smack, Seth Rollins mentioned Edge. I remember that vividly. He mentioned Edge's name. Where's Edge? Is WWE already planting seeds for Edge versus Seth Rollins? I hope so. I really hope that's what they're doing. This. More than any month. Any pay-per-view. This is a SummerSlam match to me. You go all out here. This is one of the marquee bouts. Outside of, you know, Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley. And Roman Reigns and John Cena. This is another marquee bout that you book. This makes sense. They got history. So for the people complaining about... I don't want to see Edge versus Seth Rollins. It makes sense. It makes sense. And it's a dream match, nonetheless. It's a dream match, nonetheless. I would love to see this. It's got to happen. The next match, this one is obvious. If you've been watching Monday Night Raw, I mean, I haven't been watching Raw. That's why I haven't been reviewing it. But we got AJ Styles and almost the Raw Tag Team Champions. I believe they will be facing Matt Riddle and Randy Orton for the raw tag team titles. It's got to happen. It makes sense. I don't like Matt Riddle and Randy Orton as two single main event competitors molded up into a tag team. That to me shows that WWE has no teams. So they are taking people in main event in mid-carp uh, spots and putting them into a tag team. I don't like that. That is not, you know, great for the overall tag team division. That's kind of embarrassing. But they're planting seeds for it. Matt Riddle, Randy Orton are continuously winning matches. AJ Styles and almost haven't done jack shit with those titles. But if Matt Riddle and Randy Orton win, then what's going to happen? There's nothing that is going to come out of this that... Is going to come out as a positive note. Almost and AJ Styles are not even a real tag team. I just got done saying that Orton and Riddle are not a tag team either. WWE's in a clusterfuck. I'm just talking about what makes sense. This makes sense for the Raw Tag Team Championships. The next matchup. What happens with Rhea Ripley? Rhea Ripley, to me, still, does not feel the same. They messed up Rhea Ripley bad. Bad. And I mean that. She's not what she was in NXT, y'all. I'm just going to keep it real, okay? You might be a fan of Rhea Ripley. I'm still a fan of Rhea Ripley. I don't think she's that superstar anymore just because of the way she's booked and presented. Same thing with Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair's is kind of falling off right now. She's not the same either. This is what happens when you go to the main roster. WWE cannot translate these people from NXT and then just place them on the main roster. They always have to fuck them up. Rhea Ripley, Shayna Baszler, Bianca Belair are just prime examples of that. There's many other examples. But those three came up immediately. Rhea Ripley... Who faces Rhea Ripley? Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley are going to face off at Hell in a Cell. This is going to lead into Money in the Bank. Who wins Money in the Bank? If you want to make a splash in this business, if you want to make a splash in terms of a debut you see, I came up with an idea of Sasha Banks winning the money in the bank and pulling a Rob Van Dam on Bianca Belair at SummerSlam. By Sasha Banks, I know, was going to come back as a heel. No question. Does she need the money in the bank? The answer is no. She's already going to get her match against Bianca Belair in a one-on-one match. She lost her title at WrestleMania. I got an idea. I'm gonna put my crown on and I'm gonna come up with a great idea here. You wanna make a splash with an NXT debut? You see, my girl, my boo, my bae, Eo Shirai, love Eo Shirai. She's done everything she possibly could on NXT. Now, I know Triple H for a fact does not want Eo Shirai to be on the main roster. I'm right there with Triple H. I don't want EO to go nowhere. I want her to stay in NXT because when she goes up to the main roster, they're going to fuck up EO Shirai's entire character. And I'm going to be pissed. I'm going to be mad. She's so talented. She could speak proper English. Vince. She has a good look. Vince. She's a great wrestler. Vince. She's attractive. Vince. Io Shirai is a total package. There's nothing wrong with Io Shirai's. look. Wrestling ability. marketability. Nothing. Io Shirai wins the money in the bank. You heard me. Yes. Io Shirai needs to win the money in the bank. That is the only way for her to be in this match. So, for the Raw Women's Championship, Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley are going to have a feud continuing all the way to the summer months of SummerSlam. Io Shirai's won. She won the money in the bank. She could challenge any champion she wants. Do you guys remember NXT TakeOver in your house? Io did not pin... Charlotte Flair, Io Shirai pinned Rhea Ripley to win that NXT Women's Championship. Io Shirai wants to get revenge on Charlotte Flair. She wants to pin Charlotte Flair. She pinned Rhea Ripley already. Now she has to pin the woman that she wasn't able to pin at TakeOver in your house. That's Charlotte Flair. This entire match makes so much sense okay i know people are going to come up with rhea ripley versus becky lynch i'm gonna get to her in a little bit but eo shirai's time on nxt you can just see it you can feel it you know when someone is going to come up to the main roster eo shirai's time on the main roster is coming up her time in nxt is coming to an end That splash is her winning Money in the Bank. Sasha Banks does not need the Money in the Bank. Io Shirai did. You need to make SummerSlam the biggest possible card of all time. Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair is not a big-time match anymore. It's happened multiple times already. In a triple threat and in one-on-one form. We don't want to see it again. You add Io Shirai to this and you put her on Monday Night Raw... You got Io Shirai. You got Charlotte Flair. You got Rhea Ripley. You got Asuka. What a way to kick off for me, baby. What a way to kick off the women's division. You have Shayna Baszler be her own entity again. Get the fuck out of here, man. Raw women's division went from trash to looking pretty good. Give me a break. Do it. Rhea Ripley, Charlotte Flair... Io Shirai for the Raw Women's Championship at SummerSlam. It makes sense. If you really think about it and just think. Io Shirai on the main roster, it's scary. I agree. But the potential for Io Shirai to be a megastar on that brand is very, very possible. She wins money in the bank. She challenges Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley and Charlotte are still continuing their beef. Io Shirai just slides herself right into there. Triple threat match for the Raw Women's Championship. Let's do it. Speaking of the man, Becky Lynch, she's coming back. She is coming back. Now, Ronda Rousey, I'm only going to mention her name one time. If I didn't know that Ronda Rousey was pregnant, this match would have been Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch. No question. No question about it. But Ronda Rousey's not coming back. Seth Rollins is on SmackDown. Becky Lynch isn't needed on Raw. I mean, in this case, everybody's needed on Raw because the women's division is awful. But Becky Lynch... Needs to go to Friday night Smackdown. Bailey hasn't done nothing ever since she lost that women's championship. Fuck WWE for that. That's fucked up. You have Bailey hold that title for a very long time. She loses it to Sasha Banks and then you throw her to the wayside. That's not right. Becky Lynch thinks she's the best bailey thinks she's the best book that match who's better than who bailey or becky lynch do it that's easy easy money for the wwe here's where things get tricky and here's where things had me going back and forth but all four of these competitors are feuding with each other in some way, shape, or form. This is for the Intercontinental Championship. Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn versus the champion Apollo Cruz versus Cesaro. Cesaro has done a tremendous job with the feud with Roman Reigns. It was very memorable. Kevin Owens was feuding with Roman Reigns. Very memorable. Kevin Owens... And Sami Zayn are currently feuding. Cesaro is not doing nothing. Who's gonna be the next up to challenge Apollo Cruz? Kevin Owens wants that title. Sami Zayn wants that title. If I'm Cesaro I'm throwing his ass right into that title pitcher. Cesaro should go after the Intercontinental Championship. That is the match that you book. And it's not just a fatal four way. It's a fatal four way ladder match. For the Intercontinental Championship. Kevin Owens. Sami Zayn. Champion Apollo Cruz, Cesaro. Let's make it happen. You want the best of the best? This makes sense. Kevin Owens. Sami Zayn. Have a history. Apollo Cruz is getting attacked. By Kevin Owens. And Sami Zayn. Cesaro is going to dump his name into the hat. Fighting over the Intercontinental Championship. It makes sense. Now, this next match, I kind of just came up with this on a whim. Drew McIntyre, like I uttered, is beating Bobby Lashley, like I said earlier in the show. Who does he face at SummerSlam? This was so difficult. I had three names immediately out of the gate. It didn't need to take me that much time. You have Finn Balor. Finn Balor has done everything he could on NXT. He could face Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship. Finn Balor wants to be in the main event scene once again and be a possible top star on Monday Night Raw. They need top stars. They don't have them. You got Bobby Lashley, and you got Drew McIntyre. That's all you got. Nobody else. Everybody else is thrumped into the taxing division. You guys know who I'm talking about. Drew McIntyre needs an opponent. Not only does Drew McIntyre need an opponent, he needs a big name as an opponent. Finn Balor can be one of those names. He's not on mine. He's not in this title match. But... He can easily be another name. I came up with Karrion Cross. I came up with Karrion Cross. I said to myself, One of Karrion Cross drops the NXT championship this Sunday at In Your House. Stay tuned to the podcast on Sunday for me to cover that full show. One of Karrion Cross loses, drops the title to any of those competitors, most likely Johnny Gargano, Pete Dunne or Adam Cole he can go up to the main roster Karrion Kross I personally feel once Karrion Kross and Scarlett Bordeaux are seen by Vince it's a wrap it's a wrap in a positive way I hope for both of them but you can't fuck up Karrion Kross on the main roster man there's no possible way you can no way Karrion Cross can lose. He can go up to the main roster. He can be immediately thrusted into the WWE Championship pitcher against Drew McIntyre at SummerSlam. And you're not going to hear a complaint from me at all. So you got Finn Balor, a possible opponent. You got Karrion Cross, a possible opponent. But guess what, guys? Guess what, women? Those two... Were not the names I thought of. The only name I thought of. Was Adam Cole. Baby. Adam Cole. Drew McIntyre. At SummerSlam. If you guys remember all those years ago. When Adam Cole debuted at TakeOver. Who did he attack? He attacked Drew McIntyre. He was looking at McIntyre. He held up the title. He was talking shit to Drew McIntyre. Go from there. Go from there. Drew McIntyre versus Adam Cole for the WWE Championship. And for the people that are continuously going to say Adam Cole's a vanilla midget, Adam Cole. It's not going to amount to anything on the main roster. I'm going to always bring up this one name, and it's going to shut you up. Daniel Bryan. I rest my case. Thank you very much. Shut the fuck up. Turn around. Go sit down. Adam Cole is a megastar. Adam Cole is a main event player. Not only is he a main event player, he is a WrestleMania caliber main event player. If you don't see it, that's your opinion, but I don't agree. Adam Cole, Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship. Drew McIntyre, Finn Balor for the WWE Championship. Or Karen Cross, Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship. I'm picking Adam Cole. Speaking of Finn Balor. What do you do with Finn Balor? He wants to come up to the main roster. What do you do with the guy? I would have Finn Balor take everything he was doing on NXT and put that on the main roster. Cutting these cryptic promos. Calling himself the Prince. Everything like that. What's Daniel Bryan's nickname? What did they call Daniel Bryan earlier before he came to the WWE and Ring of Honor? What was it? The American Dragon, right? You could have Finn Balor kind of go tit for tat, kind of throwing little digs at Daniel Bryan, mentioning the American Dragon, talking about how Daniel Bryan isn't in pro wrestling anymore. He's deciding to go and be a dad. This and that. Just kind of have Finn Balor be disrespectful to Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan, you know what I mean? Makes an appearance, calls out Finn Balor, You're talking shit. You're being personal. Let's have a match at SummerSlam. That's it. That's your blueprint. I gave you your blueprint. I need y'all to follow it, Vince. Finn Balor versus Daniel Bryan at SummerSlam. Take my money. Take my money. Now, this next match. These men are not doing nothing in the WWE. One of them is gone. The other one. Ain't doing shit. But you gotta have Bray Wyatt somehow on the card. Right? I think so. Isn't he the fiend? Right? Wasn't it Jeff Hardy that went on interviews with ESPN on WWE The Bump? Many years talking about how he willow versus the fiend if you guys don't know who the fuck willow is you should guys go on youtube type in jeff harley jeff hardy willow impact wrestling it'll pop up check it out willow versus the fiend jeff hardy willow versus bray wyatt the Fiend. Now, what's the story here? I'd have Jeff Hardy take full control of that. Jeff Hardy wants the Fiend. So you have Jeff Hardy. Mention the Fiend here and there. Mention Alexa Bliss. Mention that the Fiend is Alexa Bliss's bitch. Pretty much being disrespectful to Bray Wyatt. Being disrespectful to the Fiend character putting him down you lost to Bill Goldberg your mystique is gone you're not a big deal anymore you're a loser that's why you've been gone for several months you're over there sitting around being depressed and being upset that your friend passed away and I'm over here making moves Stop sitting on your ass. Let's get to work. Just pretty much just being disrespectful to the fiend. Being disrespectful to Bray Wyatt. Fiend comes out. We get a we get a something of like a segment. We get a stare down between Willow and the Fiend. We book it. Let's do it. Let's do it. You want to make it cinematic? Let's do it. You have the creativity of Jeff Hardy, and you have the creativity of Bray Wyatt. That together, Willow versus the Fiend. Sign me up. Sign me up. Willow versus the Fiend, aka Jeff Hardy versus Bray Wyatt, at SummerSlam. Let's do it. That's easy. And the last match on this card that I would do, Sheamus needs a challenger. He is the United States champion. I believe he will roll in as the United States champion. He needs an opponent though he needs an opponent damian priest has been on a roll recently after that feud with the miz which was absolutely terrible i feel bad that the miz got injured that shouldn't have happened but it happened sheamus versus damian priest can end up being similar to when sheamus faced off against matt riddle at wrestlemania and it can be a hard fought battle over the United States Championship. And that is a match I would definitely really love to see for that title. So that is my SummerSlam card from top to bottom. Now, what I'm going to do is, I'm now going to talk about where I would place these matches. I'm going to start off with the first opening match to SummerSlam. I'm booking Seth Rollins versus Edge. The second match... On the show that I would book for SummerSlam is Finn Balor versus Daniel Bryan. The third match, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair versus Io Shirai. Remember, you guys, when I'm naming where I would place these matches, just think about these matches in these spots. That's what I was doing. Now, the fourth match on SummerSlam's card is Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn versus Apollo Cruz versus Cesaro in a ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship. The fifth match, Jeff Hardy, Willow versus Bray Wyatt, the Fiend. The sixth match, Becky Lynch versus Bailey. The seventh match, AJ Styles and almost versus Matt Riddle and Randy Orton. Now The eighth match on this show is going to be the Usos versus the Mysterios for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. The ninth match, Sheamus versus Damian Priest for the United States Championship. Here we go, man. The top three big matches. The tenth match that I would have on SummerSlam Bianca Belair. Versus Sasha Banks. For the Smackdown Women's Championship. The 11th match. On the card. That I would present to you guys. Is Brock Lesnar. Versus Bobby Lashley. And then the main event. This is for the Universal Championship. Roman Reigns. Versus John Cena. So you have. Roman Reigns versus John Cena. Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley and Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks and then you got Seth Rollins versus Edge I'm touting those four as four main event type level matches that is my mentality that's where I would market those matches as four main events on SummerSlam's card that's what I would do that is my card for SummerSlam like I said SummerSlam can be the biggest event, literally, not only in the summer, but this card, if presented this way, this can be the best SummerSlam of all time. Every match needs to make sense. Every match needs to be placed at a certain number. What kicks off the show? What ends the show? If rumors are suggesting Roman Reigns and John Cena are going to end the show. Okay, then what starts off the show? You know what I mean? You gotta think about that. WWE's gotta start thinking of that mentality for every single pay-per-view because card placement is a big deal to me. Because if you start off with you know, a terrible match and then the other matches are are kind of decent to good, and then you get to the main event, and the main event's good. We're going to be talking about the main event. Yeah, but the opening always needs to deliver because that is, you know, the first match of the show is going to kick off what's going to happen towards the rest of the show. That's just my opinion. So I, I laid out the best possible card that I can think of. I was being realistic. I was obviously, of course, being imaginary. That's what you got. It. You got to be imaginary. You got to come up with the best possible card of SummerSlam. Hopefully Vince McMahon has some matches up his sleeve. Hopefully he has some of the matches already written out and he's thinking about them. We'll see what happens. I hope SummerSlam delivers. I'm very excited for SummerSlam. We just got to get through Hell in a Cell. We're going to really see where WWE is going after Hell in a Cell. I want to make that clear. After Hell in a Cell, because after that, we got Money in the Bank, and then we got SummerSlam. After Hell in a Cell, we're going to see where WWE is going for SummerSlam. WWE needs to get this right. Fans are coming back. It's going to be rocked, and it's going to be popping. You know, Cardi B is going to be performing. It's going to be a big deal. She's going to be performing the theme song, Up. So, it's going to be a big, really just extravaganza feel for SummerSlam. And I hope Vince McMahon... Has a plan in place to make this SummerSlam the greatest SummerSlam of all time. And you need the best possible card to back up Las Vegas and to back up the pay-per-view name, SummerSlam. I think I named out the best possible card that WWE can do. I hope you guys enjoyed. Make sure, like I said earlier, go follow and subscribe to the Wrestling Takeover. Follow me on social media, on Twitter, at JTTakeover. Follow the podcast on Instagram at The Wrestling Takeover. And I appreciate all the love and support that I have been receiving on the podcast. We're growing and the growth is very slow, but I'm seeing growth. And I couldn't be proud of my audience that is passionate about pro wrestling like myself and is wanting to listen to my views and opinions on professional wrestling. I will see you guys tomorrow for Hot Topics and Pro Wrestling. There's a lot to get to. From tomorrow's podcast. I can't wait to talk about those. And I will see you guys next time, right here on the number one creative podcast in the IWC in the wrestling community. This right here is the wrestling takeover. The in my Barbie, 17 shots, no 30. Yeah, she's fine. Wondering she, mine. Walk past I press, rewind. See that ass one more time. And I got this soda Revy, boys